1: as an intruder jumps in front of King Charles's car. This was a huge failure. Then, what's up with the new king's hands?
2: Why are his fingers so swollen?
1: And embattled Prince Andrew, forced to wear civilian clothes, heckled during the procession. Look what they did to the heckler and the return of the Fab Four, the inside story of how it all came to be.
3: Prince William's private text to Prince Harry. He reached out to Harry and said, I think we should do this together, and Harry agreed.
1: And hugs for Meghan. How long
3: have you been waiting? Like two hours. Oh, goodness.
1: As a grateful nation bids farewell to the Queen. And exclusive. The woman who was raped by her husband. He even cross-examined her at his trial.
4: You raped me. What it was like coming face-to-face with him in court. When he acted as his own lawyer. I wasn't going to back down.
1: Plus, another big Inside Edition exclusive.
4: The
5: miracle White House lightning survivor speaks out. I was laying, actually, I was told right over there.
1: The White House doctor who came to her rescue. She was dead. She had no pulse.
5: Did her shoes save her life?
1: Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
5: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us as we kick off our 35th season of Inside Edition. We sure do appreciate you watching all these years. And this week begins with the continuation of the pomp and ceremony that has attended the final journey of Queen Elizabeth II. From Balmoral Castle, the queen's remains have been taken to Edinburgh, Scotland, with crowds lining the way as the royal cortege passes by. But there was one security breach as a man ran in front of the car carrying the newly dubbed King Charles III because he wanted to take a photo. Amber Cagliano begins our coverage.
2: A shocking security breach as a man runs in front of King Charles III's car. It happened as the new King's motorcade was leaving Parliament. His maroon Rolls Royce was slowed down by bumper to bumper traffic. The man ran to reach the King's car. Fortunately, all he wanted was a photograph, but security experts are shocked. He was allowed to get so close.
1: This was a huge failure. That person should have never have gotten that close to King Charles, period.
2: A former royal bodyguard was quoted as saying the man was milliseconds from death at the hands of armed police. The incident is raising disturbing questions about security as heads of state from across the globe, including President Biden and the First Lady, prepared to gather for the Queen's funeral. There was another disturbing incident as King Charles followed the Queen's hearse in a solemn procession through Edinburgh, the capital of Scotland, where the Queen is lying in state. Alongside Charles were his sister Anne and brothers Andrew and Edward. Andrew was the only sibling not in military uniform. He was stripped of his rank over allegations of sexual misconduct in the Jeffrey Epstein scandal. Suddenly, the silence was broken. There was uproar as a spectator heckled the prince. The protester was overpowered by others in the crowd.
6: Disgusting!
2: Raw emotion was also on display as King Charles and Queen Camilla heard Britain's lawmakers sing the national anthem. He bit his lip and fought back a tear. But he had a moment of temper at a ceremony where he was formally proclaimed king. He irritably signaled to an aide to clear his desk of clutter so he could sign the documents. Then as he was signing, he growled at the aide again to remove a pen tray. We spoke to royal expert Victoria Arbiter in London. We have to step back and acknowledge that the stress he must be feeling is monumental. Aside from the fact that he's grieving the loss of his mother on a global public stage, he's also having to undertake the constitutional duties that he's now expected to maintain. Meanwhile, concerns are being being raised over the 73-year-old king's health. He is the oldest British monarch ever to ascend to the throne. Photos of his hands show his fingers stubby and badly swollen. We showed the photos to cardiologist Dr. Stephen Reisman.
4: The swollen hands could be related to swollen joints in a condition such as arthritis, or it could be related to water retention within the body, which can be due to liver disease.
2: Tomorrow, the queen's body will be brought back to London. Inside Edition's Allison Hall is outside Buckingham Palace. The queen will lie in state for 24 hours a day for four days, and it's expected that
7: tens of thousands of people will file past her coffin. So many that authorities here are warning that anyone hoping to pay their respects can expect to stand in line for hours. And over at Windsor Castle
5: over the weekend, a sight that many people thought they'd never see again, Princess William and Harry with their wives on a walkabout. We've got some inside information about how that happened.
6: Is it a heartfelt reconciliation between the feuding royals? Or is it just a temporary truce in their troubled relationship? London Sunday Times royal editor Roya Nika got the inside scoop on how the extraordinary reunion making headlines around the world came about.
3: The Fab Four, they were called, and just have not seen them together for quite a while. So my understanding about that reunion is that William felt very strongly that it wouldn't be right for him to go out and see these floral tributes and see well wishes without his brother. And so he reached out to Harry uh, and said, I think we should do this together. And Harry agreed very quickly.
6: After the text was sent, it reportedly took another 45 minutes of negotiation to work out the details. Others say Meghan simply needed time to take care of her hair and makeup.
3: In terms of a sort of permanent reconciliation, I, 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 my understanding is there is still quite big differences between the brothers and things are not resolved. So I think it's an important show of unity. I think it will help for the next few days in the run up to the funeral, but I'm not sure there's an enormous amount more resonance than that at the moment.
6: Body language expert Tanya Ryman says the way Megan and Harry rubbed each other's hands shows their special bond.
3: When you see this kind of movement, it
6: shows genuine affection. I'm here for you. This is what
3: people in love do.
6: Megan was warmly greeted by the crowds of mourners outside Windsor Castle.
3: Thank you for being here. It means so much to the family. We appreciate. It. Thank you. How long have you been waiting? Uh, like two hours. Oh goodness. Okay. Well, hopefully you'll be able to get back in yeah. soon. We appreciate you being here. We're
2: Oh my goodness.
8: She was, of like one of the sweetest
6: people
0: ever. She was so nice to me.
6: But this lady didn't seem too keen at all to see Megan. She has her arms firmly planted on the barricade. No handshake from her. Meghan also showed her maternal instincts chatting to a mom and her baby.
3: I think Meghan seemed really comfortable, and certainly the reception from the well wishes on the ground. She was incredibly warmly received.
6: Harry also got a warm reception.
3: Thanks for being here.
6: The reunion is touching many people across the UK, including the Queen's former butler, Martin Higgins.
7: What do you think it would mean to her for her to see? Prince William and Kate, Princess Kate and Harry and Meghan all together again the other day in Windsor.
3: Well, I think that would be her final wish. Yeah, I think that would be wonderful.
6: In a statement today, Harry paid tribute to his globally admired and respected granny. He also appeared to be making peace with his father, saying, we now honour my father in his new role as King Charles III. The return of the Fab Four was marked by many touching moments. Kate comforted this little boy. She described her son, Prince Louis, reaction to the Queen's death. And look at this sweet moment. A little girl gives William a Paddington Bear, an echo of that sweet skit the Queen took part in during her Platinum Jubilee. At least for now, the Fab Four are a team again.
5: We'll have more on the plans for the Queen's funeral a bit later in the broadcast, including whether or not former President Trump will be invited. Other news today, this woman was raped and kidnapped, held for hours by her captor, who she believed was trying to kill her. The assailant was her husband, and when it came time for him to go on trial, he represented himself, forcing her to be cross-examined by him. In this Inside Edition exclusive, she tells Jim Murray just how difficult that was And we should warn you, some details may be upsetting for younger
4: viewers. She suffered 20 hours of hell, kidnapped and raped by her estranged husband. He tied her up with Christmas lights. He tried to suffocate her with a pillow. Let's talk about um, sex. And to add to her torment, Um, 45-year-old Trevor Summers was allowed to serve as his own lawyer during his trial, cross-examining and badgering his ex when she took the witness stand. Did I threaten you to have sex?
7: You broke into my home in the middle of the night when I was sleeping, attacked me and tied me up. I take that as, yes, you threatened me to have sex with you.
4: Yes. It was the final insult. Summers was permitted to represent himself after he fired his attorneys at the last minute. Not a smart idea. Did I threaten you or force you to have sex with me?
7: My answer is yes, you forced me to have sex with you. You did push me, you did hold me down, you did tie me up, you did attack me, and you did break into my home when I was sleeping. You raped
4: me. Now in an Inside Edition exclusive, Alisa Mathewson is sharing her story. Do you think that Trevor fired his lawyer just as a ploy so that he could question you directly? Was that his plan all along, do you think? Absolutely,
7: he wanted to cross-examine me. He wanted to have that moment in which to rattle me or just continue to abuse me.
4: It looked like you destroyed him from the witness stand. Did you feel that rush of emotion as you were answering his question?
7: Yes, I felt that as my confidence and my strength got stronger, I think he did really back down.
4: Summers broke into Elisa's house while the divorce was still pending. They had five children together. After trying to smother her with a pillow, Summers put Elisa's unconscious body into his car. He was driving to a marina, police believe, to get rid of the body. But first, he made a stop at a Walgreens' parking lot in Tampa. Alisa regained consciousness and realized she had to make a run for it.
7: I was able to run and scream through the Walgreens parking lot before he was able to grab me and push me back into the car.
4: Witnesses got a license plate number and notified police. Summers was arrested. Alisa was saved.
7: I believe that he had all the intentions of coming there to murder me and kill himself.
4: Elisa says she couldn't believe it when she was told that Summers would be cross-examining her.
7: A bit of shock that this was actually happening, that this was
4: no, going to that. be allowed. After all she'd been through, her point of view might be surprising. It seems unfair to have to face your attacker. I agree with the judge.
7: I believe in our constitution, and I believe that people can face their accusers. As difficult as it is as a victim to be put in that situation, it is the law. You raped me.
5: Trevor Summers was found guilty. He faces life in prison at his sentencing on October 3rd. Now another big Inside Edition exclusive. The woman who was struck by lightning outside the White House and brought back to life by heroic first responders. Megan Alexander spoke with the survivor who says she is more than just lucky to be alive.
8: It was a jaw-dropping lightning strike right outside the White House. You can see the bolt strike a tree in Lafayette Square, a packed tourist spot within steps of the presidential mansion. An elderly couple and a 29-year-old businessman seeking refuge under that tree lost their lives. But this young woman, 28-year-old Amber Escudero Contestathis, who was on her way to meet her husband for her birthday dinner, somehow survived. Where were you, Amber? Um, So I was laying actually, I was told right over there. Right here? Yeah. When the storm began Amber took shelter under this tree thinking she'd be safe but that turned out to be a big mistake. Multiple lightning bolts struck the tree in just a half a second. You can still see the gashes in the bark. The next thing I remember is waking up in the burn unit. Because of my Apple Watch, um, I have wrist wounds that go around here and then it also blew out um, you know, part of my hand here. Dr. Alistair Martin, an emergency room physician working in the White House medical unit, was in the park when the lightning struck. Did you see the bolt of lightning?
0: I did. I was leaving work right here from the front of the White House, and I saw and felt the biggest lightning strike I've ever experienced. Um, It was so close that I could almost feel the heat.
8: Dr. Martin took this photo as he came upon the scene as Secret Service agents and an off-duty nurse worked on the victims, including Amber. What kind of condition was she in?
0: She was dead. She was dead. She had no pulse. She wasn't breathing.
8: Dr. Martin and the other first responders managed to get a pulse back after administering CPR and shocking Amber with a defibrillator. Dr. Martin said you died and came back. Um, It's really hard to still kind of fully digest. One thing that may have helped lessen Amber's injuries, she was wearing Doc Martin sandals with thick platform rubber soles. These were the shoes wearing? These are you were wearing. the actual shoes I was wearing. Um, pretty crazy to see that they are in basically perfect condition. So two Doc Martins saved your life, the shoes and the real Dr. Martin. Yeah, I'm a lucky girl, that's true. Hello. How are you? we doing great. We were there as Amber reunited with the doctor who helped save her life. Thank you so much, seriously. Amber now uses a walker due to nerve pain. Looks good. Yeah, it does look good. And relies on her mother to help care for her second degree burns. Is it amazing that Amber survived?
0: It's absolutely amazing. First of all, it's incredibly rare to be struck by lightning. Second of all, to have survived that strike is just proof positive that uh, Amber is a walking miracle.
5: That she is. And Amber is expected to make a full recovery.
0: Next, Trump royal
1: snub. Why
6: you won't see him at Queen Elizabeth's funeral. It's a really tricky
1: situation. Plus, terrific Tom Brady. But where in the world was wife Giselle? Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back. Exclusive, Rudy Giuliani's ex-wife breaks her silence. This Rudy Giuliani is not the man that I married. Next, Inside Edition. He was once America's mayor, the hero of 9-11. Then he became to many a laughingstock. What went so wrong?
2: I cried when I saw him.
1: Next, Inside Edition.
5: A potentially awkward moment at the Queen's funeral has been avoided. Former President Trump will not be invited, and the palace has an elegant reason why.
6: Crisis averted. Donald Trump and Melania will not, repeat, not be invited to Queen Elizabeth's funeral, ending days of speculation.
2: It's a really tricky situation for the president. I mean, President Trump still has not acknowledged that President Biden is the rightful president.
6: (laughs) Could you imagine former President Trump flying on Air Force One across the pond with President Biden and all the other living former presidents, Obama, Clinton, Carter, and George W. Bush, Well, today comes word that in a departure from tradition, none of the former American presidents will be invited to the funeral. Instead, only current heads of state and their spouses got the invite due to limited space. Also today, rumors swirled around Trump's private plane landing in D.C. That's him. There he was, dressed down in golf shoes, no tie, for a rare visit to the nation's capital. YouTuber Andrew Layton shot the exclusive video. Some people are saying he looked disheveled. Do you think he looked disheveled in the video? I think he looked like he just got off a plane. Turns out Trump was there on undisclosed business and meetings at the Trump National Golf Club in
5: Virginia. Still to come, where was Tom Brady's wife, Giselle, as he returned to the field? Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution, personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order.
0: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way?
5: Brady suited up for his first game since unretiring, but his wife was a no-show amidst talk of trouble in their marriage.
2: Gisele Bundchen is trying to quash rumors of trouble in her marriage to Tom Brady. Ahead of Brady's season opener on Sunday, Gisele tweeted, Let's go Tom Brady! But she pointedly did not attend the game in Dallas. The supermodel and quarterback are said to be hitting a rough patch in their relationship, stemming from his decision to back out of his retirement from the NFL. There's been a lot of tension. As for the game, Brady at age 45 showed just why he's Still, the goat.
1: First and goal for the five. Brady Evans. Yes, sir. Touchdown. The
2: Tampa Bay Buccaneers Davis- defeated the Cowboys 19 to three. That's one down. One and zero. Oh.
5: And still ahead, the nation remembers. Finally, while the world mourns the Queen, Americans stopped to mark the 21st anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. At the Jets-Ravens game, an NYPD officer brought the stadium to tears, singing the national anthem.